the Great West College Hockey Podcast from the Summer Skate Studios is brought to you by Liberty University. Bring your faith and your game to the premier ACHAM1 program on the East Coast. See us at liberty.edu. M-Drive, honest ingredients, real science. Take our quiz at mdriveformen.com and see which of our products are right for you. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. With Caesars Rewards, members can enjoy rates as low as $10 a room. UNLV Hockey. Follow the Skate and Rebels Championship run all season long. For schedule and ticket information, go to rebelhockey.com. Drury Inns and Suites. Travel happy again. Book your room at one of our over 150 locations at druryhotels.com. University of Oklahoma Hockey. Big school, big dreams. For schedules and tickets, go to ouhockey.net. AT&T Wireless, where both new and existing customers always get our best deals. University of Arizona Hockey. Be part of building not just a championship culture, but the future. Visit ArizonaWildcatHockey.org. Summer Skates. Order your custom koozies or shower shoes at summerskates.com and show your game in comfort and style. University of Central Oklahoma, a top-ranked education and an elite college hockey experience. For more information, go to uco.edu or ucohockey.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas or 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. We are the best of barbecue Las Vegas style. San Diego State Hockey, sun, sand, and hockey, as well as a top-flight education at sdsu.edu and sdsuhockey.com. The Great West College Hockey Podcast is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Stephen Marsh. All right, well, welcome in, hockey fans. It is a very special Wednesday night as we are doing the Great West College Hockey Podcast live from the Dollar Loan Center in beautiful Henderson, Nevada. Uh, we preview ACHA versus NCAA two nights in a row, midweek hockey. It is uh, UNLV and the University of Alaska Anchorage, an NCAA program, doing battle here at the Dollar Loan Center in no about 90 minutes or so. And tomorrow night up at uh, City National Arena, Liberty University will do battle against the Seawolves from uh, Alaska Anchorage. So a great opportunity to, to kind of cross-promote both leagues. Uh, we know Liberty. We know UNLV, two of the top programs in all of ACHA hockey. And, of course, uh, the Anchorage uh, Seawolves um, back and making their move, uh, climbing up the NCAA ranks. Scott Strandy with you tonight live from the uh, – Dollar Loan Center. My co-host, as always, Stephen Marsh, will be joining me in just a minute as uh, we get everything set up. We've got the head coach from uh, Alaska Anchorage, Matt Chasby, will be joining us shortly, uh, followed by an assistant coach from UNLV, Colin Robin, will be joining us. And then we're going to really top it off, folks. After the top of the hour, we will have the head coach from Liberty University, Kirk Handy, will be joining us, sitting with us live as we sit right here in the uh, media room at Ice Level at Dollar Loan Center. So an exciting night of talking hockey with you. We're looking forward to it. It's always great to see our teams uh, cross-promote, if you will, because uh, the beauty of that is that we, we get to see just how close the levels of hockey are between NCAA and ACHA. So we'll see uh, see what happens um, when things get rocking and rolling here. Um, Stephen Marsh, my co-host, is just coming back into the room as we uh, <laughs> we wait. Our coaches, uh, anytime you do something live, it's crazy. I know we're live every week, but we're live on scene. Stephen, um, tell the folks what you think of this beautiful building that you call home most of the time. No, it's a great it's a great place. Uh, it's nice. Easy to get around. It's uh, obviously it's first class. Uh, of course, this is the home of the Henderson Silver Knights. So, among many other things, now it's also the home of the Nighthawks indoor football team, also the G League Ignite basketball team. So, I mean, there's a lot of things going on in this building now. And of course, tonight it's the home of uh, UNLV hockey against the University of Alaska Anchorage. And uh, so, this is going to be an exciting night because uh, we know how what great things UNLV is doing and. They've already had some exhibition games against NCAA opponents, but now they get to host one here in Las Vegas for the first time. So very, very exciting. Well, speaking of that, we got our first guest. We got uh, 
he looks like he survived Vegas so far pretty well. Matt Chasby is with us, the head coach from uh, the University of Alaska, Anchorage. Uh, coach, first of all, welcome in, and how's Vegas treated you so far? It's been good. We've been here since Sunday. You know, this is, I think, day 14 of our road trip, so uh, you treat yourself one out on the town, and then you just kind of have to hang out in your off-the-strip hotel to, to stay out of trouble. Well, this isn't the first time you've been in Vegas for hockey because uh, you were, of course, with the Alaska Aces ECHL team, and you'd have to come here and play the, the ECHL team here. So does it feel nice to kind of be back here for, for a hockey trip? <laughs> it does. I, I, I'm very fond of our time in Vegas playing at the, over, uh, the Orleans. Um, we had some pretty incredible series with those guys and some great hockey and always enjoyed coming here to play uh, hockey for uh, in the ECHL. Now, how, how intense was that rivalry between the two teams? Because it was, I, I remember those two teams did not like each other. Every time it seemed like the, the, the Aces came to visit, there was always a contingent of their fans with their cowbells and everything. So it was always a, a big rival between those two teams, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was the best rivalry in the West. Um, you know, the year that we won the Kelly Cup in 06, they had an incredible team, over a hundred and something point team, and we were able to kind of got a couple guys sent down from Peoria right at the right time to help save that series and for us to knock them off. And then the years following, we always somehow met those guys in the playoffs, and it's either us or them going to the conference final. And I want okay, to ask Matt. one more about okay. the Aces <laughs> because they went away just like we lost the Wranglers here. Of course, now we have a lot of hockey here, but of course the the Alaska Aces went away too up there, and uh, I, I'm I'm sure that the fans miss it right how much do they miss it up there because i they love the races up there now they don't they don't have that that professional level of hockey yeah, there. yeah we had kind of a two-year window with the seawolves going away uh the aces being gone and then uh thankfully we were able to bring a north american hockey league team on online and so that was huge for the community last year and then us coming online this year has just given hockey that much more of a boost and been able to fill fulfill that need that uh the aces left behind for sure Matt, I've had a chance to uh, watch you on the NCAA side of things, the site at Colorado College, site at Air Force. Um, you've played these guys before when UNLV came up to play you guys, but do you prepare differently, uh, or is it the same old preparation? You just try to do what you do. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things where you talk to your guys about making sure that they're prepared. Um, Vegas is a very good hockey team. They gave us a heck of an effort up. Uh, Saturday night in our building they should have won that game I thought we got lucky coming out of that thing with a win um, they got some big bodies they can they can move pucks around they can defend well they got a good goaltender and so you know we're just making sure our guys are motivated and excited to play because we haven't won a hockey game in, in a while and so we're looking to come out here and put out a good effort you know I what I love about this is I love to compare how close ACHA is to NCAA. We also love to grow the game. I know you're in that same mode where you like to see it, but um, how big is it for your program to say, hey, you know what? We reached down, if you will, not really down, but maybe across the aisle to, uh, to play an ACHA team and give them an opportunity to see what it's like to play NCAA. Yeah, I think it's a big boost to UNLV's program to be able to have Division One games on their schedule. You can recruit kids to that level saying that you're going to be playing against Division One teams, so it's big for them. Um, yeah, you take those top five ACHA teams and put them against, you know, a, a brand-new college hockey team, which we are. You know, there's not a ton of difference. It's not, not, not a whole lot different than us being a brand-new team and playing Arizona State and only losing by a couple goals or being able to beat some Division One teams. So... Just hockey in general, as long as at this level, as long as your kids are competing hard and you get some pretty good goaltending, you're gonna be able to be in a lot of games. I watched your series obviously at Arizona State. I thought your goaltender Saturday night was phenomenal. Um I said, you know, when you look at Arizona State's been around a little while and obviously they should have had an advantage, but it was close. I mean, you guys almost knocked them off. And uh what does it say about your goaltender? And was that really his first NCAA start? Yeah, I mean, Jared's an incredible kid. He's maybe one of our hardest workers in practice, if not the hardest worker. Uh, his only other game was against UNLV in the 8 nothing game, and he played well in that game too, where they had a bunch of opportunities that he came up big on. But Saturday night was, you know, a goaltending performance that he's probably going to remember the rest of his life. And it's definitely a moment for our program to see that there's a freshman in the waiting uh, to potentially start taking on a bigger role. And we were very, very excited with how Jared played. You know, one of the things that I'm proud of is the seven teams that we have in our coverage area, the goaltending is unbelievable. I think the coaching staffs are unbelievable. Uh, I think your talent is pretty good. Um, but it all starts in net, right? I mean, you have to have a solid goaltender no matter what, and especially when you're resurging, if you will. Yep. 
Yeah, I mean, it's our most important position. Like, if we don't get a performance every night in Division One hockey, we're not going to have a chance to win the game. We're not, you know, we're only going to get 15 to 25 shots a night and maybe two or three, four grade-A chances. And if we're not super opportunistic and we don't get a very, very good goaltending performance, we're going to struggle to win hockey games at this level. And, you know, Jared gave us that chance to win Saturday night strictly just the way he performed. And uh, hopefully we get a couple more performances like that out of him moving forward. Okay, I know you got a team to prepare to get ready to go on the ice, so I'm going to let you go on this last one. But give us a thumbnail about what it's been like when you go on the road 16 days and you've been all over the place. You've been from Colorado to, uh, to Arizona to now Vegas. Now you get to go home. And then tease us a little bit because I'm hoping that I get to come up and see uh, both series uh, of the Governor's Cup. Yeah, I mean, that's it's it's been a great road trip. You know, we sold our guys on – the experiences that you're going to have when you come play for Alaska. And one of the big experiences that we could sell is you're going to spend 16 days on the road in some uh, areas and geography. You're going to see some things, whether it's the Grand Canyon or it's just being in the desert in Arizona or, you know, the Rocky Mountains up there where Air Force is at and then getting to come experience Vegas is that's a big part of college hockey is, is growing as a young man. And I think that this road trip has, has done a great job of that. Um, Going heading home, you know, we have a, a great team and Simon Frazier coming in to kind of get us tuned up for uh, the big Governor's Cup series. And, and it's UAF's a heck of a team. You know, their, their record that they had last year speaks for itself, the run that they went on the second half of the year. And they're continuing it this year. They're not skipping a beat. And so um, it's going to be a great battle. I think our fans are incredibly excited. The games are all going to be sold out, at least in our barn. And I think Fairbanks is going to do a great job promoting it up there. And, you know, hopefully we're in January, we're playing for something, and it's going to take a you know a pretty great effort here in December to get to that point. All right, I got to ask you quickly, and then Stephen's got one more quick one for you. Is what am I going to expect when I come to Alaska in a couple of weeks? Uh, I'm trying to make it there. Do I need winter clothes? Do I do I need to adjust to some darkness? Yeah, I mean it's it's actually going to be a shock for our guys. Like being on the road this long, we've probably lost an hour of sunlight. Right. So I mean they're going to be going to school and it's dark, and coming out of practice when it's dark, and you know, I think we're the, the weather's been a little hit, hit and miss. It's been warm and cold and warm and cold. But yeah, it's you might see 20 degrees, you might see 40 degrees, but a little bit of snow on the ground and just make sure you're outside from about noon to two so you can get a little bit of vitamin D. Well, Scott, you spent all those years in Arizona. Now you just recently moved to Colorado, so it's a little bit colder there, but you ain't going to experience cold like it will up there. But I guess I want to ask you, like, you know, being here in Vegas, we've talked about that at the top of the show, and just you know, playing UNLV, they're not an NCAA program, but they're trying to be. How, would, how cool would it be for them to, to get to that level and have an NCAA program here in Vegas? There's so much hockey here now with the Silver Knights, the Golden Knights, and there's just so much of a hubbub of, of course, Vegas being this with all the sports going on, and, and they're going to host a Frozen Four, going to have all this. So for them to be, be able to be NCAA and have them as a team that you could play at that level. Yeah, well, it, it just makes sense. Out of any school in the country right now, they make the most sense to me. Um, you have some potential Western rivalries with Arizona State and, you know, the Colorado teams as well as the two Alaska schools. And I think the schedule would take care of itself very quickly. It, obviously, it will just come down to a budget and travel and things like that. But you're not going to find many teams that are going to hesitate to come play them. You know, and that's the benefit of Arizona State is they have 24, 23 home games this year because everybody wants to go there. Especially now they got a new building. Yeah, you're, you're going to have teams lining up to come play you. So, I mean, it, there's so many things that make sense about UNLV being the next team, not just being a team in the West, but just a team in, co in college sports. Uh, like you said, with the attention Las Vegas has gotten with the Golden Knights, um, everything just points to them becoming the next Division One team. And I think they'd be very good very, very quickly with transfers and with just being able to recruit uh, to a, a location like Las Vegas. Matt, we appreciate your time. Uh Go get a W tonight and another one tomorrow night and show these guys uh, what it's like to play NCAA hockey. Well, we'll do our – I can't promise anything. It's, this is a great hockey team we're playing tonight. I know Liberty's a great team, and, you know, we'll take what we can get. That's Matt Jasby joining us, head coach from the University of Alaska Anchorage Seawolves. We appreciate him stepping in and, uh, and uh, giving us a, uh, a few minutes uh, as a prep for a game here at the Dollar Loan Center. Stephen, we've got a couple of minutes before we bring in Colin. Um, Colin Robin, uh, Robin is going to join us. He popped in here a second ago and then okay. left. So. Okay, well, when we have him, uh, we'll, we'll bring him on. But uh, our favorite thing popped up today, Stephen. Guess what it is? 
The rankings? Yeah. The computer rankings. <laughs> Where do you want to start? How, how do you feel? How do you feel? Oh, <laughs> oh darn it. Wait, okay. Well, let's get to Colin first because he's uh, got a game to prepare for. So let's get him in before we yabber about the rankings. <laughs> Absolutely. Colin, have a seat. Colin Robin is with us, the assistant coach. From, former player for UNLV, now yeah, assistant coach. Yeah, former player too. So, um, Colin, you got Scott and Steven with you here in the beautiful Dollar Loan Center. First and foremost, let us know what it's like to play in this building because you've already done it once. Yeah, obviously this is first-class facility they built for the Silver Knights, right? So it's obviously beautiful rank. The ice is amazing. Everything's, you know, to essentially NHL standards, right? So hopefully we can fill this place up tonight, get it rocking a little bit and, you know, make a good impression for ourselves. Before you came in, Stephen and I were just going to jump into talking about uh, the ACHA rankings. Uh, we, we like to, you know, poke the bear a little bit. Uh, you guys took a step back, which never makes sense to me. How you win games and step back, I'm not sure. But um, your season so far this year has been a mix, right? It's been some NCAA stuff. It's been some ACHA stuff. But everybody you've played has been pretty darn good. So happy with where you are right now, undefeated, and what you've seen from the guys? Yeah, we're certainly happy with where we are undefeated on the season, right? I think to an extent we haven't reached our full potential yet. I think there is, you know, a little bit more where maybe we haven't played a full 60 minutes. Maybe we haven't hit all of our main points that we wanted to in a game and things like that. But with that said, you know, it's a little hard to be upset with yourselves when you're 7-0 and on a year, right? So, yeah, definitely happy with the undefeated season so far. But at, at the same time, like I said, I think we have more to show as well. And Colin, what's it been like playing these these NCAA opponents, uh, preparing for these games as a, as assistant coach with you and Anthony and Nick and the players, you know, starting the season in Denver, and then of course having the two games in Alaska. Now you have them here, as as having those in your schedule in addition to your regular ACHA schedule this season. Yeah, I think there's definitely, you know, not a whole lot that changes on our side on the preparation front with things. However, with that said, there is a little bit more you know, preach on execution and everything like that, right? Like you take a step up to the NCAA level and teams are a little bit bigger, a little bit faster, you know, guys get the opportunity and they're going to bear down. They're going to take, you know, take care of their chances. But at the same time, you look at what this mixed schedule did with Lindenwood last year. And, you know, we're certainly hoping to re recreate that as much as we can. So let me ask you this. Um, when you play these NCAA teams, I know you want to win every game. You almost did. Um, Matt, Coach Matt Chasby was just in here, and he said he thought you guys deserved to win the 2-1 game up there. Um, what does it mean to your program, and how does it help you in recruiting and maybe taking that eventual next step to the NCAA level if you can beat a team like this? Yeah, I mean, that's obviously the goal, right? Um, you know, come in here and get two points tonight would be amazing for our program. It makes recruiting a lot easier. We pride ourselves on trying to run everything like a Division One program. And you see guys that, you know, have transferred to us from Division One programs. However, my first year we had a couple guys and we had guys that moved on to the NCAA as well. And now we have a couple guys transferring in. So we try and run our, so run our program the same way in they do. And we try and make it easy on these kids. However, we just, you know, we try and do what we can to be another NCA school just in the club level aspect of it. Okay, we're gonna find you a quarter for that because we're not talk club anymore. <laughs> this is the this is the Great West College Hockey Podcast. I'm teasing you because uh, we don't believe that you guys are our true club program in hockey because what happens is uh, it's just a different level of college hockey to me. You've seen it, you played it. How close are you guys? To, to that next level right now. And, and and if you can put a finger on it, I think I know. I think it's depth, quality depth through the lineup. But how close are you when you look at your goaltenders and your top couple of lines? How close are you? Uh, I mean, you know, look back at Alaska and the game we felt we played well. You know, the Friday night game in Alaska, we didn't feel that we, you know, did our job anywhere on the ice. You know, quite honestly, we felt we lost a lot of puck battles so that we should have won. Our execution wasn't there. Our you know, quite honestly, we just didn't play well, period. So you look at the, the Saturday night game and how things kind of changed. And when we got on our game and, you know, we're kind of right at this level with a team that is obviously doing very well on their side of things as well this year. I think they've had a couple splits with some good teams and, you know, they're, a, they're definitely a force to be reckoned with in their league as well. So definitely a little bit of a depth thing. However, at the same time, I think it's really just 
you know, execution and having guys bear down when they can and taking care of their opportunities because I think that's the biggest step with the level is, you know, not many times you get a shot in the slot, you better bear down and bury it. So, I need to ask you about the WCHL, the Western Collegiate Hockey League. Um, it's gotten really, really good. Yeah. You guys are near the top of that league. Um, I think you'll be the top when you get there, but you've played UCO, you've played some of those teams that are on the rise. Is it conceivable, Colin, to see five or six teams from this conference get to the national tournament? Yeah, certainly. I mean, I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I think we have one of the strongest conferences throughout the whole ACHA. And, you know, with that said, you look at these programs like UCO and how Arizona State's doing this year. And, you know, U of A is always a powerhouse and teams like that. So I can definitely see this happening and, you know, getting, you know, a handful of teams into the national tournament. And with that said as well, it keeps us on our toes too because there's no easy weekend for us. You know, even teams like Grand Canyon or teams, other teams like that who maybe towards the bottom of the standings arguably or anything like that. However, they're still strong, strong teams. So definitely keeps us on our toes every weekend. Well, let me, we, we were joking about the, the rankings and I guess, I guess from a, a from a, a coach perspective. Was joking. <laughs> we were joking. <laughs> well, we were, we were talking about it, I guess. Um, how much do you guys look at those when they come out on Wednesdays and how much do you, do you scratch your head or do you, or, you've, you've played in this league for a bit, now you're coaching in it. So, I mean, it's, it, you kind of know how it goes. So, I mean, how much of it do you, you scratch your head about it and, or must you just go out there and do what you got to do and, and let the chips fall where they may? Uh, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there. It's really go out, play our game, do what we do and, you know, let the chips fall where they may. But at the same time, you definitely want to be in that top four. You want to have that day off in the national tournament because, you know, if you're outside of that top four and you run the table, you're playing five games in five days. So essentially getting that quick spot and getting that top four is really what you need to make a run. And having an extra day off is huge for recovery. So then is it, is it frustrating then when, when you have a weekend like you did where you, you beat Colorado? And I'm just saying maybe speaking on behalf of the, the players or yourselves as coaches, and then you drop a spot and, 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 and you're like, well, how do, we won two games. How do we drop a spot? And these other teams that lose two games, they go up. They go up. But I guess it's just so early that the, the computer, it's just there's not enough averages there, I guess. Right? I mean, it's a lot of math yeah. that I don't know if I completely understand myself. Yeah, there's definitely a formula in there that I don't think I've grasped over my six years being involved in this league either. But with that said, I think there's a lot of mental resilience in our room. So whether we drop one spot, whether we drop five, whether we jump five, whether we jump one, I think at the end of the day, we're going to come out, we're going to play our game, we're going to do what we can, and we're going to be ourselves. We're going to be UNLV hockey. And like I said before, let's just fall where they may, and whatever happens, happens. Okay, final one for me. We'll let you go on this because we know you got a team to prepare as well. Um, if you can, you, you just mentioned it, six years here with the program. Yeah. Talk about those changes because I've been around this thing for seven years, mm. and I saw one that was at the Ice Center and, and developing, yeah. and I just can't believe it, Colin. I can't believe where you guys have come. How does it feel for you, and is it sometimes surreal to look at what you're doing now versus when you first got here? Yeah, it's very surreal. I mean, it's kind of... It's kind of become like a child to me, right? I've been around it for so long and kind of watched this thing grow into what it has now. And, you know, just the recruiting power that we have now and the support we have from Vegas in general. You know, we have amazing donors. We have amazing fans, people that support us day in and day out. And like I said, it's really surreal to watch this thing grow. You know, our first ever number one ranking was this year and last year being in the top five for the first time ever. And it just seems that we keep growing and... You know, that's exactly what you need from a collegiate program looking to make a jump. One more, too, is for you personally, what's it been like? Uh, this is your second year kind of in, in a coaching role after you played here. What's it been like for you these last couple of years really um, being taking over as, a, as or being a coach of this team, you know, after you've played for four, four years here and, and now you have a chance to, to help Anthony and, and Nick out on the coaching side of things? How's that been for you personally? It's been amazing. You know, it's my first real taste of coaching and to be able to jump into a team that I played for and help coach out and coach with them is, you know, really quite humbling. It's definitely something that I've always had in the back of my mind that I always wanted to do at some point. Obviously, I missed out on that senior year due to COVID and as heartbreaking as that was and everything like that, being able to jump right back in after I graduated and stay with the game has really helped to, I don't know, I guess ease my mind, I guess you could say, but yeah, it's just, I don't know, I guess the best word I could really say is it's just 
humbling and you know to an extent I feel like I'm a little bit of benefit of good timing but at the same time I you know, come in every day and do what I can to help progress this program so okay I'll let you go on this one sure. it's an easy one <laughs> sell UNLV hockey to everybody out there how how do uh, uh why do they want to come play right here um <laughs> I mean, I can hear the noise. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this your chance to be a salesman. <laughs> there's obviously a very strong team in the in the nation, and you know we obviously get to be the beneficiary of games like this, where Alaska comes to town or we go to Denver and things like that. But at the end of the day, you know, shorts and flip flops to the rink in October in Vegas. That's what got me. Yeah, I brought my winter jacket this week, Colin. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> all right, that's Colin Robin, the assistant coach with the uh, UNLV Skating Rebels. Colin, thanks so much for joining us. Good luck tonight, okay? Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. All right, we are going to take one quick break. We are going to come back because we've got another guest that's going to hop up in, the in just a few minutes. Um, man, uh, it, it's so great to see him in person. It's so great to see him out west. I mean, if we just keep tugging him this way, eventually he's going to get out west with us. But... We'll have to ask him how he's enjoying Vegas so far. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, hey, the horn works. <laughs> the horn, uh, uh, horn works. <laughs> folks, we're live here, but we'll be right back in just a couple of minutes to, uh, to talk with the head coach from Liberty. Uh, Kirk Handy's team's got the night off tonight, so uh, we'll give him a break and, and let him just chat with us a little bit and talk Liberty Flames hockey in just a minute. Play at the premier ACHA D1 men's program on the East Coast and prepare yourself for life and career at Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. Sellout crowds, top competition, and championship aspirations await you on our picturesque campus with state-of-the-art facilities, gifted faculty, and over 700 programs of study to help you make an impact on and off the ice as well as your community training as a champion for Christ. Your faith in yourself and your beliefs are equally as strong. See if Liberty Hockey and Liberty University is right for you. Visit us at liberty.edu. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel banks it towards the goal. He scores. Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr. He scores. Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Oh my goodness gracious, man. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight and they're ready for the next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. Oklahoma Sooners Hockey, celebrating 20 years of big hits, 20 years of big saves, and 20 years of big goals. Go to OUHockey.net and get your season or single-game tickets to see the Sooners take on national powers, Minot State, Missouri State, and, of course, rival Central Oklahoma. Single-game tickets are just $10 apiece, while OU students and staff are free with their ID. Youth hockey players are also free if they wear their jerseys. 20 years of Oklahoma Sooners hockey, the action you crave, only faster. Question? Comment? Let us hear from you on our text message line at 303-943-3772. All right. Welcome back in, hockey fans. It is Wednesday night, which means it is the Great West College Hockey Podcast. Scott Strandy with you, along with Stephen Marsh, right here in the uh, media center of uh, the Dollar Loan Center, the, uh, the beautiful facility here in Henderson, Nevada. Um, Stephen, uh, 
I asked you before I left Colorado, I said, do I need a winter coat? You assured me there would be no winter coats required. It's November in Vegas. Why am I freezing? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> That's a good question. I think you, you've, you've, your body's softened up a little bit, I guess, all those years in Arizona, <laughs> now you're in Colorado. But it is a little, been a little chilly, but it's just preparing you for when you make your trip to Alaska in a few weeks, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> okay, let's not mess around because we've got, we've got a coach. Um, you know, we, coach, we dig into the, uh, the rankings, and it drives me crazy until the end of the year. At the end of the year, I think they get it right. But um, along the way, uh, I'm just, like, beating my chest and screaming at everybody. And uh, we do that for you guys because I know it's frustrating for you too. But Coach Kirk Handy is with us with Liberty University, the Flames. Um, what are you guys now, 9-something nine, nine or 12-something? Or what's that record? I think it's 9-4. and four. Um, but yeah, the, the rankings are a little, especially the first couple of weeks, they're all over the map and you see teams jump high and jump low and, and, uh, yeah, it, it'll all settle itself out at the end of the year. Okay. Let way, me tell, hold on a minute. Hold on. Hold I just want to say we have quite, quite an elaborate <laughs> setup here. He's, he's got, it's kind of like when I think of like the, the Oz, you know, the bad, the, 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 the wizard of Oz behind the, the curtain there and people join in when they join in on the phone or whatever, or they join in from home. Now they can either hear in person. They see our elaborate <laughs> setup here. They don't want to see that. They don't want to hear about it. Shush. We're professional. Uh, okay. So um, here's what I think, Coach, and I'm going to throw this out at you. And you, you give me a, a kick in the head or you give me a kick in the pants or you pat me on the back. I think the coach's poll or whatever it is that comes out the first six weeks or whatever the season, I think that's great. Okay? Because that's all you can really do. Then I'd like to see about six weeks of a mix. Uh, the computer with some coaches' ideas. I call it analytics and eyeballs, our Monday night show. <laughs> and then, after about 12 weeks of games, let the computer take over and run wild. And here's why I say that, and I know you, I think, well enough to know. What bothers me is, as soon as the first computer rankings come out, my, my email, my text messages, my phone, everything blows up because parents, sponsors, um, all those types of people want to know, how can this be? and they don't understand it. And I try to explain it's a computer system and this and that. But if you want to grow this league, and I think your league is great, I really do. Um, I just think that you need to appease those people, right? You need to get them, because they don't understand. Like UNLV is undefeated and they win a game and, and all of a sudden they lose the number one ranking and people are going like, how'd that happen? They didn't get beat. Your thoughts? Well, first of all, thanks for having me on tonight, guys. I really appreciate it. It's uh, great to be in Vegas with you guys live. I think last time I was, uh, my my phone kept cutting back in and kept cutting out. So hopefully, we'll get sure that in. doesn't happen here. Yeah, when you're live yeah. and in person. Uh, but you know, what? I wouldn't even mind seeing a mixture of both throughout the year. Yeah. You know, I I agree with you. I think there are a lot of things that can happen throughout the year that sometimes computer rankings don't take into account. And um, you know, I I I'd be a big fan of having both. But uh, you know, I understand that. I think in order to to have a good grasp on the rankings, you have to understand uh, what's going to happen in the first uh, couple of rankings and kind of not only talk to your players about it, but also about the importance of the games, but also make sure the fans and everyone around your program understands that, you know, that it's going to bounce around a little bit here at the beginning of the year. Kirk, I told you uh, last year that my word of the year, if you will, was relevancy. I thought it was extremely important coming out of, um, the pandemic, that everybody stayed relevant. You guys were one of the leaders in relevancy. UNLV was a leader in relevancy. Um, there were a lot of teams that hung out and were very relevant. This year, though, I think it's time to talk cohesiveness because I watched Denver University, University of Denver, uh, win a national championship at the NCAA level. And if you'd asked me last September, Kirk, about how cohesive they were, I'll tell you they were the most cohesive team I've ever seen. So now that we've come through the pandemic, and teams are coming together. How do you teach your guys to be a cohesive group, uh, not only at the beginning, but at the middle and certainly at the end? I think it's consistency. It's consistency in practice. It's consistency in uh, who you're playing against, but it's also consistency in effort. And you really want to try and teach that as we go throughout the year, that it's a process and we want to become better as, as a program. Uh, you aren't going to win the national championship in September, but you can sure contribute to winning it. Uh, by the habits that you have uh, in September, October, and November. Well, I was uh, I 
since we couldn't speak since you were playing, I, I said, asked him if he went to the Golden Knights game last night, and, and he did. So I want to ask you about the experience there. But just your, your trip here in Vegas so far, um, just being able to come out here, um, obviously the hockey part of it that you're going to be involved with starting tomorrow, but just your experience being out here in Vegas so far and, and, and your first experience at the Golden Knights game. Well, it's been wonderful. Uh, you know, uh, my, my wife and four sons flew out here, which was awesome. Uh, and we uh, we got an opportunity to go to the Knights game last night, and we were treated very very well by the people there. And sorry they couldn't and, get a win uh, for you. The goal yeah, Knights. I know, I know. <laughs> Darn sharks! <laughs> wonderful uh, uh, people there. Uh, Nate Nate Ewell, uh, yeah. you know, he he took us around, That's and cool. he was very very kind uh, to us. Uh, but you know, I mean, wow, what an atmosphere! I mean, warm up uh, looked like Game Seven at a lot of places. Um, there was some uh, Chippendales there behind the uh, yeah. visiting glass there. Warm ups. <laughs> must there but <laughs> yes. uh you know i mean in- incredible atmosphere and uh, i mean it's unbelievable what they're doing uh here with um with the golden knights it makes me think that you know uh college hockey would work really well here at the ncaa level uh here in uh in las vegas but wow incredible uh incredible energy around it for sure and we're and and we're in the home of the, the AHL team, the Henderson Silver Knights tonight. So I don't know if, how much you've been able to see around around here. Obviously, you, you guys won't, won't play here. You guys will play, I think, at City National. But just you're going to be here taking this game. Just what's your uh, thing about seeing this this facility? Well, it's gorgeous. We uh, practiced on it earlier today, and uh, the ice is fantastic. Uh, the building, wow, unbelievable. Um, you know, I don't think there's a bad seat in the house. I didn't go high up, but uh, boy, it looks like every every seat in this place is uh, is a, a great seat, like it is at uh, at the uh, Knights Arena as well. Okay, so I just came from Mullet. Uh, I've been to see three weekends worth of hockey there. I'm supposed to be in Colorado, but you know, Craig keeps tugging me that direction because uh, he's proud of that building. Have you had a chance to see it yet? And uh, your thoughts on on what's going on at Arizona State? Because I know how close you two are. Well, it's fantastic. I, I love what Greg's doing. I, I have not been out to a game yet, although I'm going to get out to one at some point. Uh, you know, I, I hope the mayor's an opportunity for us to play them uh, uh, down the road here. But uh, yeah, I know Greg's done a wonderful job with that program, and I think you know the icing on the cake is uh, is having the you know the, the Coyotes play out of it too. I mean that that just shows you what kind of a building and facility it is. Even though I'm sure that uh, Arizona State would rather just have it as a college rink, but. You know, hats off to Greg. He's done a wonderful job there. I'll tell you right now that uh, it is branded from top to bottom, as you can imagine. Um, everybody knows it's a Sun Devil building. Uh, they, they're they okay with having the Coyotes play there if that's what they have to do. Well, it's, but, it's uh, good for that matter because you watch the, the Coyotes games and, and it's, you see the ASU stuff all around yeah. the building and stuff, so they're getting exposure that way, especially when these national games and stuff. So that's Yeah, without cool. a doubt. I mean, that that's an important aspect. But um, being an ACHA guy, and now seeing an NCAA team here and playing one yeah. in a day, um, how do you feel about the cross-pollination? Do you like it? Oh, I love it. I, you know, I'm a big fan of it. I think the product at ACHA Division One is uh, is fantastic and gives uh, it gives uh, uh, college hockey uh, an opportunity to grow. And I think that, that that's what everyone wants, whether it's ACHA Division Three to Division Two, Division One. Whether it's NCA Division Three to Division One or just ACHA Division One to NCA Division One, gives great opportunity for that to happen. Okay, I got to ask you this because the the defending champions are not going to be back this year. Um, they're doing some damage in NCAA hockey, and Rick Zombo has got the Lindenwood Lions going up against uh, Wisconsin this weekend. They just came off of a sweep with Army. I asked him how hard that was. He goes. Can, I asked him to come on the podcast Sunday night. He goes, can I have a day to soak this all in? You know, Rick, uh, when Rick says that, it, it's pretty an emotional thing for him, isn't it? Well, it's unbelievable what they've done. You know, I, I watched some, uh, I think it was the first weekend, they're out in Minnesota, and they did really well. I thought, wow, uh, Rick's got them them playing well, but it doesn't surprise me. Rick's a great coach, and, and they had great players there last year, and they, I know they added uh, some significant pieces to the puzzle in the transfer portal this year. So, uh, I'm sure that uh, that Lindenwood will surprise a lot of teams this year. Let me give you a comment and then uh, kind of a question on it. Um, I saw them play Minnesota the very first game, and I went to practice first, and I told Rick when they came off the ice, I said, when you guys went on the ice, they looked starstruck. I mean, they were looking around that building like, what are we doing here? But when they came off the ice, they look like NCAA hockey players. He said, good observation, because I told them the rink is the same. It's a little wider, but, but it's the same. And you still have two nets, and you have 
two blue lines and a center ice line and you do that. Okay, so I see that and I watch the way that they're developing along the way and the confidence just continues to brew and brew and brew. And here's the question. He brought a couple of his top ACHA players along and they fit right in. I'm talking about Kyle Jeffers. I'm talking about, uh, um, who am I thinking about? My uh, The kid that's been there forever. Um, Ryan, Ryan, I think. I can't think of his last name. Finnegan? Well, my apologies. Yeah, Finnegan. Uh, and I am so proud to say I watched him and Steven watched him play at the ACHA level, and now he's getting a chance at NCAA level, albeit for a year. But, but what does that make you feel like? Because I, I know you got players that could make that jump too, don't you? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's uh, it's great. You know, uh, Kyle, Kyle is a, a really nice player for them, you know, um, and I know he's had success at the NCAA level. Uh, you know, it's great. I, I look at one of our guys, Quinn Ryan, who was, a, who was a great player for us here, and he's now in a second year in the East Coast and is almost up to a point of game uh, player in the coast. And I think, wow, you know, that's just uh, just shows how players can develop at this level and continue to develop after they uh, graduate as well. Well, let's talk about this little this week that you have ahead of you. You're going to have uh, tomorrow. You're going to play. Uh, you're going to play Alaska Anchorage, uh, an exhibition game with them, and then Friday and Saturday, of course, you'll be playing UNLV over at City National. And just what's this? What's this whole week been like? At the build up to to this week, and just just you know, we talked about the trip coming out, but just from a team perspective, coming out here and, and how the team is ready to go, and and having them. Have part of being part of this this event this week with with Alaska, and then of course the, the rivalry renewed with uh, UNLV this week. Well, it's a great opportunity for our guys. You, you know, one of the things that we look for every year is is to put together these opportunities, like we did the Chicago Showcase last year, like you know we we've done this year with playing at Minot and and here at at uh, this great opportunity for us to play an NCAA Division One team, and then for us to play UNLV twice. I mean, it's great. It's what competitors want to do. It's what players who we want to be part of our program want to do, be the best and, and beat the best. And so for us, um, our guys are just, you know, we're, we're going to treat this uh, just like we would any other game and, and get our guys ready to go and make sure that they have confidence in themselves and what they're doing. And, and again, uh, we're not going to win the national championships weekend and now there's UNLV. So I think for both teams, it's, it's a measuring stick and, and then to, to keep going throughout the season. So uh, great, great opportunity for us. Uh, that is for sure. Okay, I need to ask you about um, <laughs> uh, three games and three nights is how you guys ended up. You probably would have wanted that anyway because um, you want to test your guys, don't you? I mean, uh, I talked to Chad Berman. He took his guys to Michigan, and he demanded that they play uh, Michigan-Dearborn twice and then finish with Adrian. And he said, hey, my guys took a lot away from that. They, they realize what it takes to win when you get to the tournament. Same thing for you guys? Absolutely. Uh, you know, I think uh, the story I heard, famous story of uh, when the Oilers lost to the Islanders and uh, the Oilers walked past where the Islanders locker room was and the Islanders had just won and there was hardly any noise come from there just because the guys were physically and emotionally just drained. And I think uh, one thing that I think was Gretzky said was, listen, if they're like that, we still had stuff left in the tank and we left stuff in the tank. And what we want to show our guys is, when you got to play those three games in three days, you have to be thinking about everything, not just an hour or two hours before the game. You have to think about things 24-7. And so for us, we bring in all of our uh, people who will be at Nationals with us. We bring them all with us on this road trip too. We want them to see what's going on, and we want to prepare them for the distractions, parents, alumni, friends, people uh, affiliated with the program, fans all coming in. Um, and we want to. we want all those people to be here because we want them to see – what it's going to be like at the end of the year. A okay, quick follow-up, and then Steven's got one for you. But um, So that being said, uh, there's some things happening at Liberty. I mean, I, I follow Twitter. You know I do. Uh, I, I see some new uniforms. I see some remakes of the locker room. Uh, I see some good things happening there. Um, tell us about it. Well, in fact, today, I thought you were going to say this. Today, they just announced a 1,100, uh, uh, 1100 parking, uh, a space parking garage Rate adjoined to the back of the rink. It's I don't. Hopefully they're going to adjoin it, but it's but a, a I mean but a ten second walk if not. But but uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty awesome. It's going to be at the back of the rink, and they'll kind of service the f hockey, football, 
um, area of, of the campus. So yeah, we're super excited about it. we've you know we've been blessed with some uh, with some nice uh, you know the logo in the ceiling was a nice gift that we received and and we've been able to to do a lot of re- real real nice things there because of a lot of, of great people. But listen, also you know God's blessed and and I think we've had a lot of great people step up and and believe in what we're doing. I think that's a big thing, right? You know, for for me, it it yeah. I'm as competitive as anyone. I want to win the games. But for me, it's about developing these men. It's about it's about seeing them come to our program and leave as better people uh, to for them to be um, to be able to be uh, you know further in their faith and and for them to then to take that to take their hockey ability to take the leadership that they've gained while being at Liberty and then go out and be world changers. Right? That's what we want. That's what we believe in. And uh, is it always does that always happen? No. But that's that's a, that's what we strive for every day is to bring in student athletes who want to be a part of that culture and who want to be impacted so they can go out and change the world. Well, you mentioned the the alumni and everything, and I think when we had John, we were talking about this this trip coming up this year. Um, you talked about the that side of it. So, do you have people that came out for this? I mean, uh, I think you talked about doing a golf thing. Did that? transparently talk about that side of things how you know the, the behind the scenes stuff with the alumni and and the and people come the fans coming out to, to seeing you guys play this week yeah we're, they're actually gonna have a golf tournament uh uh you know that with uh, uh some alumni who came out i'm not exactly sure how many came out i think about 15 to 20 alumni came out uh, we got a lot of parents out here we got some donors out here um you know gr- great opportunity for them to see what liberty's all about and then you know for for them to see great hockey too uh, that's a big big part of it Yep, without a doubt. Kirk, we definitely appreciate you spending some time. You got the guys here tonight, or is it just you and your sons and, and uh, or son? I don't know if the rest of them are here or not, but uh, is it all of you here tonight, or you got the guys watching too? I brought my favorite son. No, I'm just, I brought I brought one of my sons and my my nine year old, and uh, my other three are coming on the bus with the rest of the guys. They're they're, they're going to be here in a little bit. So, what's the best thing that you've seen in Vegas so far since you got here? Well, what do you think? Probably the Knights game last night. Uh, we we actually funny story. We're we're going to the Knights game and uh, we're heading over and and we're like, oh, we're gonna be there a little early. Let's not wait outside. Let's go back into the uh, New York New York hotel. So we went back in there and hit Starbucks. I'm a coffee guy and and went in there and and my son's like, yeah, hey, I wonder if those guys are the, are the referees tonight at the game. And so he went over and there were the two linesmen and we were talking to them and and I said to them, hey. You guys is uh, you, would you guys know Garrett Rank? And they said, yeah, he's referring with us tonight. And I, I laugh. Garrett, we tried to recruit to Liberty like 15 to 18 years ago, and uh, and he was refing the game. So he he said he's gonna meet us at Starbucks here. So he came down and and uh, was really really kind. They took a picture with uh, my kids, and, and it was a lot of fun. And then we went to the Knights game and, and got a whole tour of the facility there. So it was awesome. And and uh, just you know, listen, I I love hockey. I love college hockey, and to see you know an NHL. And now to see the um, you know college game played with uh, with elite teams in the ACHA and, and NCA teams, I think is a is a awesome weekend for us. Well, they always say the, the 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 hockey community is small, even in a place like Vegas. I mean, that's that's a that's a cool story. Um, did where did did you get to sit in the suite? Did you sit in the in the stands? Did you, where were your seats? Did you have some good seats? Yeah, we sat just by the fortress there, uh, just, oh. j- just to the right of the fortress up there. Yeah, they, they were great. Um, the air still ringing from, from yeah, the Yeah, well, my, it's loud in there. My, my kids' eyes were open wide the whole night. They're watching, the, watching all the events of what was going on. But, you know, what, what a great opportunity for, for them. You know, I'm, uh, every time we do something like that, I'm, I'm thankful to, to God for the opportunities that we have to, you know, to, to meet good people. And, and uh, you know, Hockey has uh, has has brought me a lot of great relationships, and hopefully for my kids, you know, still involved with youth hockey, they can see that hockey is all about relationships and building relationships with people. And at the end of the day, uh, the relationships to me are are more valuable than the wins and losses because what it does, it allows you opportunities to do things that you never thought you would ever be able to do. Absolutely, I, I will tell you, folks. Um, Kirk is a lot brighter than I am because he's got a nice winter coat on. He, he's not taking any chances. He's been to Minot. He's been around this around this a little bit. But I can't wait to come out and see your building, and I'm hoping it's going to be this year. I'm, I'm trying to scratch a spot so I can come out and really experience Liberty Hockey. Uh, am I welcome? Oh, you're welcome. Hope, I wonder if you can come that weekend that John Hogan's there, December 3 and 4. 
uh, that that's going to be a it's going to be a, a a great weekend. But yeah, uh, you know our fans are awesome. They um, they they're passionate, and uh, boy, they they come excited to uh, to root on Flames. And our Flames Nation's awesome back there. Well, I'm excited to see for you to see the the UNLV fans because they they're pretty passionate about their team too. And and of course, C Nationals, you know, doesn't have a lot of a lot of seats, so you get a lot of people in there, and they they pack it in there. So it's uh, but that's what makes this this level of hockey great. And so it'll be exciting. Uh, for you to, to see that and for Liberty to experience that. And then, of course, you guys will, the UNLV will return the favor back in January. So uh, I guess it's just, this is just going to be a lot of fun over the next few days. Of course, you're going to play Alaska tomorrow. So it should be a fun few days. All right. You get the last word, Kirk. You can tell everybody about Liberty Hockey and why uh, they need to come out there and be a part of the Flames. Yeah, I, I mean, Liberty's a, a special school. I always tell everyone it's not for everyone, but it's for people who want to grow in their faith. It's for people who want to... Uh, play hockey at a high level. It's for people who want to be part of a special community and family together. And we want to see guys grow uh, academically. We want to see guys grow athletically. We want to see guys grow in their faith. And we want to train up the next generation of leaders who want to go out and impact the world and, and make a difference in the world. We want people who want to be leaders coming to, to Liberty. Uh, that's a big mission of, of ours. Okay, I'm 60 years old, but I feel like 20. And uh, I joke with Chris Mayotte over at Colorado College all the time. I say, Coach, um, if you keep laying that letter of intent out there, I may just sign it. Well, he finally took it away from me. He finally said, you're, you're too old. Um, if I want to play for a program in the ACHA level, I'm coming to you, my friend. Thanks so much for spending some time with us. Enjoy the time here in Vegas and see if you can get a couple of wins with these guys, okay? Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Kirk. <laughs> that is the head coach of the Liberty Flames joining us here at the Dollar Loan Center as uh, we uh, we talk a little ACHA versus NCHC hockey this week. It's midweek. It's weekend. Steven's got his hands full. I have to go uh, down to uh, Tucson and see U of A and Tucson Roadrunners on Saturday, so I won't be able to be here the whole time. But trust me, I will be here tonight, I will be here tomorrow night, and uh, Stephen will bring you all the action as the UNLV Rebels are uh, taking the ice here at Dollar Loan they Center. They are. It's, it's going uh, to be an exciting few days. Um, you know, UNLV is just continuing to, to elevate themselves and, and have this opportunity tonight to host an NCAA opponent. Uh, obviously, they've played a few already. They played Denver. They played uh, Alaska Anchorage, but now they get to host Alaska Anchorage here, and uh, this should be a good opportunity for UNLV. And of course, we talked with Liberty, an opportunity for them to be a part of this, to come out here this week and and play Alaska Anchorage tomorrow, and then to play UNLV uh, this weekend. Uh, a big series there. You know, UNLV's gone out there a few times, so it's nice Liberty comes out here for for a weekend, and UNLV will go there again this year too. So uh, both teams are in the top five of the ACHA. So it's uh, this is uh, this is gonna be. Of course, these are the last weekend of games before Thanksgiving. So it's going to be a, a good way to to go into that Thanksgiving uh, holiday next week and before we stuff ourselves with turkey and pumpkin pie and and everything. You just had to steer me towards that that crazy uh, rankings again. Didn't you? you just had to go. <laughs> you just itching, aren't you? They're in the top five. Oh, wait, we have another guest. Are... Oh no. We... <laughs> <laughs> Both are in the top five. Let's take one quick break. Let's come back and wrap it up. We'll, we'll break down that uh, rankings for you real quick to end the show tonight. And then Stephen and I got a game to watch, and uh, I got some photos to take, and uh, we got to get ready for uh, two midweek college hockey games. And I do mean college, folks. NCAA and AC, NCAA and ACHA. Call them the crossovers. NCAA ACHA crossover. Yeah, absolutely. Cross pollination is what I like to call it. Yeah. Anyway, okay, we'll be right back. When you put on that Central Oklahoma Broncos jersey, you represent a championship culture on the ice and in the classroom. Two-time ACHA M1 National Champions, four-time WCHL Champions, and named a Best in the West College by U.S. News and World Report, UCO hits all of the benchmarks for an elite college hockey experience. Our Edmond, Oklahoma campus, which is just minutes from downtown Oklahoma City, has over 100 areas of study, and over 200 student organizations to help you find your fit. Whether it's our stunning 210-acre campus or our NCAA-level hockey environment, go to uco.edu or ucohockey.com and see if Oklahoma's Metropolitan University is for you. 
play at the premier ACHA D1 men's program on the East Coast and prepare yourself for life and career at Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. Sellout crowds, top competition, and championship aspirations await you on our picturesque campus with state-of-the-art facilities, gifted faculty, and over 700 programs of study to help you make an impact on and off the ice, as well as your community training as a champion for Christ. If your faith in yourself and your beliefs are equally as strong, see if Liberty Hockey and Liberty University is right for you. Visit us at liberty.edu. Hello fans, my name is Hunter Mazzillo and I'm number 26 for the UNLV Skating Rebels and you're listening to the Great West College Hockey Podcast. Yes you are, the Great West College Hockey Podcast live tonight from the Media Center, the heart of the Dollar Loan our, Center. Our three guests tonight <laughs> got to see the behind the curtain of the, the great and wonderful odds. Yeah, they're none, none of them are coming back, trust me, they're all heading up. They can go, see the, seriously, the, the, the elaborate... The elaborate uh, production we put on here with all of the cords and phones and stuff that we well, use to put together. And our executive producers in the up, building upstairs, upstairs making yeah. sure that we stay on track and online. So uh, we got to do that. But I promised that Stephen Marsh would break down the uh, the, the uh, rankings for us. So, um, Stephen, go ahead. Let's get this thing done in a few minutes and uh, go watch some hockey. Yeah, so we'll just talk about it real quick. Uh, we, we, as we mentioned, Minot State uh, overtook UNLV. They're 8-0, and Minot State. They're number one. UNLV is now number two at 7-0. and uh, Adrian, who actually lost a game this weekend, uh, that, uh, rare for them, but they're 12-2-1, so they're number three. Liberty's number four, uh, so they stay put. Central Oklahoma stays at five. So pretty much the top five kind of stayed where they are, just some teams flip-flopping. Where it gets real interesting uh, let's talk about WCHL teams, too. We'll focus on them. Central Oklahoma, as I mentioned, stayed at number five. Uh, Arizona State, which uh, lost a pair of games this past weekend, dropped two spots. So they're down now at number nine, but they're at six and six. So they're, there they are at uh, number nine still. And, of course, there's some other teams that have more wins and stuff, but they're lower. I, I, th this is interesting. you got a team like Niagara that jumped from 21 to 11. Uh, Utah went from 10 to 14, and they won uh, a pair of games, but the, they, they dropped four spots. So that was interesting. Uh, Arizona actually uh, won two games this weekend at Colorado State, but went from 12 to 18. <laughs> so that's no, that's the one that gets your <laughs> blood percolating. And <laughs> yeah, don't start with me because I know how difficult that trip was. Chad Berman went out there. Um, they had a tough time finding a bus in Colorado. I think they finally did locate one. Um, he went out there by himself uh, at coaching. Uh, and goes out and plays a really good Colorado State team, gets two wins on the road, and uh, watches his team drop six spots in the rankings. Sorry, I just have a problem, yeah. guys. I do. Yeah, and, and Colorado State is also six and six, just like Arizona State, but they're number twenty-three. So uh, they're they're twenty-two previously, uh, and I guess that's it for the other teams. There's some teams that are kind of on the the outside, if you want to look at it that way. Uh, if I were to pull up the WCHL uh, Twitter account real quick, they they do a good job of of actually kind of extending out kind of if it were to extend past the, the 25 but the uh yeah i mean it's just kind of interesting yeah i mean you got so you got uh, six teams in the top 25 uh, UNLV 2 uh, uh, ucl5 asu is number nine utah number 14 uh, u of a 18 c uh, uh, colorado state 23 uh, missouri state at 29 which you know and the, the Ant uh, gcu is 31 and the buffs are 33 and Oklahoma, which hasn't really won much this year, but they're at 44. So it's uh, it's very, uh, yeah, very interesting. But I, I think Kurt said, you know, it will kind of even out as you kind of go along with these first few weeks are kind of kind of wonky. But, um, you know, this is going to be a big weekend here because uh, we'll have these two exhibition games, but the uh, the UNLV Liberty Series will be a huge one because here you're going to have number two taking on number four. And uh, Liberty, of course, is nine and four. We, we didn't get to ask him about, about 13, but um, you know, in general, they're 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 doing they're doing okay, but I, I'm sure they they'd like to be better than nine and four. They've had a couple of little hiccups, but uh, UNLV has not had any hiccups. They've had some close matchups, but they've they they've won all seven of their ACHA games. Obviously, they haven't won an NCAA game, an uh, exhibition game. Hopefully, they can get that tonight on their last attempt to do that this season. So, uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be fun. But yeah, I mean that that's going to be. 
the big matchup this weekend. There's also some other matchups. You're going to be in Tucson uh, for the ASU's game on Saturday when they take on Grand Canyon. Those two will meet up. Grand Canyon beat Arizona earlier this year at GCU. So we'll see if Arizona can return the favor uh, this weekend. Uh, Arizona, I think, is a lot better now than they were then. So at, at GCU came off a couple of wins, but they were close games with Oklahoma, who's kind of towards the bottom. So they kind of had to grind it out there. And, and those games, I think, went to overtime. So they technically win as ties in the computer, but they they did get the wins uh, and get a couple of points each night. But so it's uh, it's gonna be a great weekend. There's gonna be some good games, of course. Like we said, good games here in Vegas, but also outside of Vegas, there's some there's some good action too. As we as we said last week in the games before the the teams will. Uh, if you keep talking, we're gonna miss this game <laughs> before the uh, Thanksgiving <laughs> holiday next weekend. We you're right. Anyway, well, we got it right here on the TV. We just sitting here and watch it. Stop it. Okay, uh, I do want to tell Stephen Marsh that. Uh, um, one of the things that I took away from the conversations with all of them was the excitement from Matt Chasby, the NCAA coach at uh, the University of Alaska Anchorage. And he came flat out and he said, hey, you know what? If there's, uh, if there's a team that should be NCAA next, it should be UNLV. They're in the perfect location. They got the drive. They got the team. They got the coaching staff. They got everything that you would want. They got the facilities. They got everything that you would want to play NCAA hockey, and they're in the right spot. So, um, man, if you want a better endorsement, I don't know where you're going to get it. But uh, especially from them, they're fairly new, uh, you know. Re, re, uh, you know, new again. Obviously, they've been around before, but a new again program, and and it's uh, th they would love to have more players out here. Like I said, it's, it would be great for teams like them and for ASU and other teams that are in the NCAA level to to have a team like uh, UNLV out here. That's in the West too, and it adds on to to that and a quality team too. And uh, you know Vegas not a bad bad place to see. As I mentioned, there's going to be a, a Frozen Four coming here to Vegas at, at one uh, down the road a few years from now. Um, so so it's going to be <laughs> as we look on the screen. Oh, we right. got a great shot on the monitor of a uh, Sea Wolf jersey the and the Las Vegas Thunder, Thunder jersey. I oh, love, love, yeah. love it, love it, love well, it, love it. Well, I love I talking about him with his days in the ECHL with the Alaska Aces because uh, you know they. He came to Vegas and played the, the ECHL team here, the Wranglers. Those were always fun games. The, the, I, those were some of the more f fun games that I would go to at Wrangler games because those two those teams w didn't like each other, and it it showed and always were were, were battles. I, I know that they beat them one, one year in, to get to the Kelly Cup final. Of course, they won the Kelly Cup, uh, Kelly Cup in the ECHL one year. So, And I know when they went away, just like we lost the Wranglers here, it was sad, but now we have hockey here. When the Aces went away, uh, I know people were really sad up there because people loved the, loved them up there, and they didn't have any sort of hockey. Now they've got some some teams again that they can they can move for, including the Anchorage Ala uh, Anchorage Alaska um, too. And of course, there's another team in Alaska too that's a few hours away. But but uh, you know it's so it's it's yeah, that, that place is Fairbanks. Fairbanks, uh, yes. <laughs> and they're going to be throwing darts at your picture right now. Uh, Fairbanks sorry, not, and Anchorage. I'm not planning on going uh, to Alaska uh, Fairbanks. I, I, I'm soon. planning on getting up there. I, I need to get up there and see <laughs> okay. what this uh, Governor's Cup thing is all about. Yeah, that'll be cool. And see what Alaska hockey is all about. So make sure you have one suitcase just for jackets and sweaters <laughs> and gloves and. And, well, uh, Matt said I could get my I get my vitamin D between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. So <laughs> I'll, I'll plan on that. I'll set my uh, clock and be ready for that. But yeah. take it away, my friend. From the Summer Skate Studios, the Great West College Hockey Podcast was brought to you by the University of Arizona. ACHA D1 Hockey, a rich history past, present, and future. By Summer Skates, whether you choose our original red, a custom logo, or our new black shower shoes, show off your game with style at summerskates.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. No one does entertainment destinations better. ACHA Division I Hockey and a world-class education in any of our 300 majors. By M-Drive, real people, real results. Try M-Drive Boost to look and feel your best. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, which I know Scott is eager to get over there tomorrow. <laughs> 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. And check out their new location off Boulder Highway in Henderson, 308 North Boulder Highway. Be it a loaded in Vegas dish or a rack of ribs, this is barbecue, Las Vegas style. I think our executive producer might be more excited about that, though. <laughs> Drury Inn and Suites, our, our quality and value have earned us 16 straight J.D. Power Awards. Book your stay at DruryHotels.com. Liberty University, strengthen your faith, your game, and your education at liberty.edu. And by Burrito Express, authentic Mexican food, fresh from our family recipes with six East Valley locations. 
The Great West College Hockey Podcast and all of Ice Time Hockey West Podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app, available for download at Apple Podcasts, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcast. The Great West College Hockey Podcast is a part of the Ice Time HockeyWest.com network. Uh, one thing I want to say is uh, thanks to the UNLV folks here for getting us set up here, uh, letting us use this media room here at the Dollar Loan Center. Um, and thanks to all the three coaches we had on today. And uh, it's, it, I enjoy doing the show every week with Scott, but when we get an opportunity to do something like this and be on location and, and be a part and, and do kind of like a pregame thing for this big week, it, uh, it's, it's very exciting. I always love doing the show, but, but this, this, is, this, this was a fun show, and, and, uh, and I enjoyed it. Absolutely. And uh, the feeling is mutual. I will tell you a big thank you to Matt Chasby, the head coach from the University of uh, Alaska Anchorage. Also to uh, Colin Robin, uh, the assistant coach from uh, UNLV for jumping in. And we see Hunter Mozilla doing a little dance out here in the warmups. Uh, nobody has more fun than Hunter Mozilla. Uh, anyway, uh, we also want to thank, uh, of course, He's Kirk the captain Candy. of the team now, and, yeah. and, 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 and rightly so, rightly so. <laughs> And we want to thank uh, Kirk Candy, the head coach from uh, Liberty University, for coming down and visiting as well and bringing his, one of his sons with and, and kind of taking in all the atmosphere and all that is. And, again, you're right, Stephen. Thanks to UNLV and everybody at the Dollar Loan Center for taking such really good care of us. We're going to go up to a suite right now and watch this game uh, and see what happens. And, uh, you know, tomorrow night we'll bump over to City National, which is always fun, and we'll watch UNLV and our uh, uh, Liberty, Liberty and uh, Anchorage tomorrow. And then you'll get the opportunity to watch two of the top five teams in ACHA hockey. I don't care what the rankings are. They're two of the top five, and I don't care where you well, put they them. Are. One, they're two, two, three, two four, four, five. Right now. I know. That's why I said. I don't care where they rank in there. They're, they're two of the top five, yeah. and they might be two of the top three when yeah. it comes right down to it. I, I'm really looking forward to that because we, I, we see the WCHL teams and stuff every but and UNLV's been there, and I haven't gone to see the. Uh, uh, Liberty at their place. I saw him in the national tournament, and, and that was fun. So uh, it'll be exciting to see him kind of in a two-game set here in, here in Vegas to see how how the uh, UNLV fans and and and, and do it with Liberty and, and how they go in that in, a, in their home environment and not just in a neutral site or watching them away in Liberty in their raucous environment. Well, you just get ready because I've got plans for you. I got you going to Liberty, and I got you going down to Savannah and seeing the Ghost Pirates. Uh, we got a road trip for you, my friend, planned on the East Coast. Maybe you can stop in and, in the Carolinas and see some old friends, do some stuff like that. But we're going to get you plugged in because you need to cover the East. If I got to go to Alaska, you got to go to the East Coast. Hey, I mean, I don't mind touching the East Coast every once in a while. <laughs> I know? figured you were going to say that. We're going to be yeah. in Boston in, in March for a week, you know, at the East Coast. So, Absolutely. All right, folks, uh, we, we've taken up enough of your time tonight. We thank you for uh, tuning in with People us. People are watching us live. They want to watch the UNLV game on the yeah, YouTube exactly. channel, UNLV YouTube page. Exactly. That. And, uh, and if Steven stops talking, <laughs> we'll get upstairs and actually watch this game because uh, it's coming Can up. Can you tell so. we're excited? Can you tell we're thanks excited? For tu <laughs> thanks for tuning in to the Great West College Hockey Podcast. Good night, everybody. Take care, everyone.